Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Beijing Bound, the countdown to the 2022 Winter Olympic Games. I'm Michael. I'm John. Two British brothers are among three short track speed skaters who've been picked for Team GB at the upcoming Beijing Winter Olympics. Catherine Thompson has also been selected for her second Games. She'll have a hectic schedule in the 500, 1000 and 1500 metres. But 21-year-old Niall Tracy will make his Olympic debut alongside big brother Farrell in the 1000 metres after reaching his first ever A-final at the recent World Cup event in Hungary. And Farrell's told us it's a huge relief to get selected again for Team GB. I was I wasn't sure how it was going to be. Um, uh, I guess I guess I guess with how the last four years has been, it's a, it's a, it feels just as proud as the first time, really. Um, uh, with uh, with countless injuries and just with a funding cut and stuff like that, um, to finally get back there and uh, to yeah to say that I'm going to be a, a, a second time Olympian. Uh, no, I'm really just I'm really proud and uh, yeah, really excited for what could potentially be coming. Let's talk about some of those challenges, and it is quite a list of injuries, isn't it? Can you give the give us the potted history of what exactly has happened to you over the last few years? Yeah, well, it, it's it's yeah, it's just been a it's been a it's been a bit of a nightmare to be fair with uh, my injury list. Um, so I was I was actually carrying an injury from the last games. Uh, in my hip and uh, adductor, um, which was undiagnosed, and the physios couldn't find what what was the problem, uh, and it was actually just getting worse and worse. So that was kind of the main injury that I'm I'm, I'm still, even though I've had surgery on it, uh, I'm still having. Uh, I had problems at the Olympic qualifiers that it came up again. Um, so yeah, at the uh, the first World Championships in the cycle, I had a I had a bad crash, um, uh, and I. Strained the LCL and MCL in my in my knee, and I had an involution, involve a fracture in my leg. I don't know the, the correct term now. It's been a while. Uh, so yeah, I broke my leg and then um, sprained my knee quite badly. And then the next year, uh, I broke my ankle. Uh, this was just before the COVID outbreak. Uh, at the time, the the 
physios didn't think I broke their ankle. They were like, you walked off the ice, you're walking now, it's fine. Um, uh, however, it obviously didn't heal properly. And then I, I tried to train after COVID uh, back in Hungary. Uh, and I did basically the same thing again. Um, the doctors basically saw my x-ray and they were confused. Uh, um, and they were just like, yeah, we believe you broke it again, but we can see that you broke it before. Have you done the same thing? And I was like, yeah, I did it about uh, about nine months ago. Um, so, uh, so there we are. Uh, yeah, you, you've broken it twice now. Uh, and that, that, was, that was in January uh, this year. And at the time, uh, it was actually quite, it was quite worrying because some of the, the doctors were thinking, oh, maybe you might need to have surgery on that. And that would have put me out for like maybe at least three, six months, they reckon. Uh, and then obviously we're training Olympic qualifiers. Being a, well, training for the summer that is obviously incredibly important. And a, a lot that I'd missed from my surgery and all, all the other injuries I had uh, during COVID time. Um, that, that was like, oh, dear, this could be over right now depending on what the doctors say. Um, so so I, I came back to the UK and, and luckily uh, they said that my ankle was in, in, in a position where it didn't need surgery. So um, so in March, I started physio again um, and then made the, the comeback and the ankle has been a bit on and off ever since, but it's, it's, it's feeling really strong now. So it's been, a, it's been kind of a crazy year of just being like, I'll just get, I'm good enough for trials and then trying to trying to get into a place to qualify myself to go to world cups and then be like oh i actually picked up an injury at trials with my back and then trying to get just good enough for world qualifiers so it's felt like uh it's felt like four years of just trying to get over little hurdles so uh so, so the fact that i've i've made it and i, I got through it all and it was just in time in a lot of cases um no, it's it's a relief, definitely. But also, I'm I'm quite proud of myself for uh, keep coming back. So yeah, what keeps you coming back, Farrell? What, where is that? Where does that mental strength come from to keep going? Uh, at times, I'm actually not too sure. Uh, there's been a, a couple of times where I'm thinking, maybe, maybe this is somebody telling me, you know, what I mean, it's, it's this is made for you, um, but. I, I don't really know. I think I think it's just I think it's just the love for for sport. I, I love I love my sport. I love competing. I love being out there. And uh, in COVID, it was it was kind of it was kind of hard because obviously we couldn't compete and it was it was really frustrating. But I was injured as well, which is obviously any athlete will tell you it's a, it's an awful place to be in. It's not it's not where you want to be. In. So um, so yeah, I feel like I feel like it's just the love for competing. Uh, and then, um, and with the funding cut, it kind of uh, allowed me to go train elsewhere. So I've trained in Italy, Hungary, and now in America. Um, something that I've always thought was um, something that I wanted to do for part of my development to improve my racing. And uh, in that period, since I moved out, I only had two World Cups up to this year. And in those World Cups, I, I, I saw things that I'd never seen from me, myself before. So. I was always, it's always been in the back of my mind, like what could I do with the right training environment that that could be, that I could create? What could I do on the world stage? And uh, there's been glimpses of it this year. So um, hopefully I stay healthy and uh, I build on from, uh, from the momentum that I got into the last two World Cups. So yeah. I mean, with all those challenges, I know that you've been thinking about the future uh, uh, as well. So is, is, is Beijing a bonus? Is that what you're looking at? Or is, bon- is Beijing another step maybe towards Milan? 
Um, at, at this point, I think I can't, I can't be. I, I'm just gonna. I'm focusing on Beijing. Uh, I think I'll have to reassess, reassess my body, reassess. Just, I guess, I guess my life goals as well. I think I'm, I'm 26 now. Uh, I'm not a, a young kid anymore, and um, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing a masters at the moment with business management and sport at Mumford University. So I'll be looking at potentially finishing that as well. Uh, so I guess I guess it will all it will really all depend with opportunity wise, um, and also from a funding side. I guess another four years of being unfunded. Um, I don't know. I don't know how well uh, that will go. Uh, so yeah, uh, and and again, I'll be thirty-one in the next game. So maybe maybe it'll be, you know, I've got to, I've got to see it from an age point of view as well. Um, in short track, there's a lot of young skaters coming up, and they're they're really, um, you know. They've got no fear and something that maybe with the injuries, it might be uh, might become another factor with myself. Uh, I, I still don't feel that at the moment, but you never know with older age. So, uh, so yeah, and I feel like Beijing is just a focus at the moment. So, yeah. It's interesting you say you've got no fear because, as we know, yours is a sport where literally anything can happen. Do you feel that that anxiety, that fear is creeping up on you a little bit now? Uh, no, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say that at all. If anything, the last, since I've been like um, training on board this every day, uh, which is a, a training, uh, it's, it's a time for short track speed skaters where you'd, um, on an ice rink, you don't have the boards in place. Uh, they just have the padding. So if you hit the pads, it moves. I think since I started training there and the racing has now been strictly only boardless, I think the fear and anxiety of speed skating has gone down for me. I think that was always a, a thing in the back of my head. Um, so that's gone down. I think I think the only the only the only anxiety I've had recently is because I've had so many injuries. I thought if I get another injury now, like it's game over. So that would be the only anxiety from a point of view where not not actually hurting myself at this point. It's just like uh, the dream of going to Beijing and and adding another injury to the list would have been like devastating at that point. So, so no. And I'm interested, obviously you talked about the injuries, you talked about the pandemic and everything, but you did use some of that time wisely to start having those thoughts, conversations with yourself about life after sport and preparing yourself for that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, um, uh, I enrolled, I actually spoke to um, Dr. Heather uh, at a UK sport conference just after the, um, it was a, actually a, a workshop um, for life after sport um, uh, about uh, the uni course uh, doing the masters, and then obviously when the pandemic had hit, I was like, this, this could potentially be an opportunity to do it because it was full time, and uh, I knew a lot of things were moving, you know, remotely. So I just asked her whether or not I could do training and do the course, and she she obviously said, "This is a great opportunity. Yes, you can do it remotely, and you can do training because we obviously don't know that." how the pandemic is going to to change and evolve. So at the moment, we, we can we can uh, commit to doing it remotely and um, do my training next to it, which, um, yeah, which was kind of a blessing because uh, at that point, I've always thought, like, uh, that, that was that was a big, big thing for me to get a degree. So, uh, no, I feel like it was, a, it was a blessing. Well, not a blessing, but, like, it was an opportunity well taken to be almost didn't feel like wasted time for me so uh so yeah uh, and it's been it's been definitely challenging uh trying to do 
a, a masters in remotely um, while also training, rehabbing. Um, but no, I feel like uh, I, f- I feel yeah very lucky uh, that it kind of all fell into place a little bit. So um, even though things weren't going perfectly uh, uh, with my uh, my, sp- my speed skating and staying healthy, I feel like uh, now I got a bit of luck elsewhere. Two more questions, uh, Farrell, if we may. Um, your little brother's coming to the Olympics this time. Your your second games. Yeah. How, how does that feel having him with you? Well, yeah, you know, having having my little brother come, I feel like it, it's just a, it's it's obviously incredible for him over the moon for him to go. Um, but yeah, no, it just uh, it's kind of uh, good to see another Tracy get to the Olympic Games. So yeah, no, it's a it's it's definitely definitely a great story. Um, so yeah. No, over the move for him. And he said that his mum hasn't really, your your mum hasn't really said much apart from keeping you guys safe and, and getting you out to Beijing. Is that a whole kind of Christmas cancelled COVID kind of thing? What is there any issues with the, the family getting together? Oh, well, uh, at the moment I'm in America uh, and I think uh, the plan was, well, the, plan, the plan's been ever changing since COVID. Uh, it's been a, been a jostling of obviously trying to see what the regulations and stuff like that was um and then obviously with COVID cases when we were out in Europe and we saw the COVID cases rising and stuff I, I just made the decision that I believe I like I know where to prepare myself I need to be out in America uh for the training facilities and stuff like that so I made that decision to go out um at the beginning of December uh and I feel like with COVID I just don't want to take that risk of adding travel potentially getting COVID on the travel way back or all the way back to or coming back to America. So at, at this point, I'm spending the first Christmas um, outside of the country. So it'll be it'll be different. But I think uh, with, with the times at the moment, it's just it's just not worth the risk. Well, congratulations to you once again um, for being selected. Enjoy your Christmas via Zoom. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. And, and hopefully we'll catch up soon. Yeah, cheers. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you. Farrell Tracy. And 10-time European champion and three-time Olympian Elise Christie recently announced her retirement from short track, but has revealed she hopes to finally win an Olympic medal in a different winter sport in Milan in four years' time. And download our weekly Anything But Footy podcast for all the latest Olympic and Paralympic news, interviews and conversations. We're on Apple and Google Podcasts. Just search Anything But Footy. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.